Hello, you're listening to Soul Chat with Christy Snyder and Lauren Adelson. We are so excited to be with you guys today. Um, we have a great topic for you. We would like to talk about the topic of comparison, and we think it's really great piggyback off of our last podcast where we talked about being present. So the last podcast was all about being present and how being in your present power brings all all great things into your life. And comparison is kind of flipping it to the other side of things. Because when when we're comparing ourselves, we are literally taking ourselves out of being present. You've probably heard it said before that comparison is the thief of joy. And it's so true. When we are, it, when we're in comparison, we literally steal ourselves out of the present moment. So what is comparison? We all do it. We all know what it is. Um, but at a deep level, what comparison is really is judgment. So anytime you're comparing yourself to someone else, you're either judging yourself or that other person. And even when you're judging the other person, you're actually judging yourself because if you're judging someone else, you're actually, what you're actually doing is you're recognizing something in that other person that resonates with you on a level that you don't like. So for example, if I look at somebody and say, oh wow, they're acting really irresponsibly. I'm actually judging myself at a time when maybe I thought that I acted irresponsibly or um, judging that piece of me that knows I may have a tendency to act that way. So anytime that we're in comparison, not only are we in our fully in our present power, but we're actually taking ourselves out of that power into our ego self, into our judging self, our fear-based self. So again, we, we thought this would be a really cool topic to, to sort of show you guys the other side of being present. And we want to talk about how to recognize when you're comparing yourself, the ways in which we compare ourselves. And then of course, um, we're going to give you guys some tools to help bring you out of that ego-minded comparison state so that you can come back to that ever-present loving self that that is your true essence. Hey guys, what's up? It's Lauren. I want to piggyback on Christy's point about the uh, comparison being taking you out of the present moment. Um, usually when you're comparing yourself, it's basically assumption. If you think about it, it's um, pure illusion. So when you're looking at somebody and saying, well, that person has something that I want or I'm not as good as that person at this particular thing, it's really just a false belief. It is not real. It's an illusion um, and it's an assumption. So you're assuming something about this person that may not even be true, most likely is not even true. So on a logical level, no matter how spiritual you are or whatever, just bring it back to, you know, look, making an assumption makes an ass out of you and me, right? That's like the old, right? And it's so true. It's like, well, what, you know, really, if you knew that that was false about them, you wouldn't even waste your time comparing yourself in the first place. So that's one thing that I wanted to uh, bring about point number one, that comparison could just be a straight up assumption and most assumptions are pure 
illusion, not real. Um, so another thing that I wanted to, um, talk about is that through your comparison, you're basically saying that there's not enough to go around, not enough abundance or prosperity to go around. So you say, let's just say you're comparing yourself to someone who has a new house or a new car and you know, you feel like crap because you don't. And that's something that you want. Well, bring it back to the fact that there is enough abundance to go around in this world, right? Um, you are provided for. And so comparing yourself to that person or making that, the fact that that person has something that you don't, it's basically saying that there's not enough abundance to go around. And the truth is that there is. There's plenty. So one of my favorite um, points from A Course in Miracles, and I don't know if this is a direct quote, but Gabrielle Bernstein, who who teaches a lot of, of A Course in Miracles, as many of you probably know, always says, the light in you reflects the light in me. And I always think about that, or I try to think about that and remind myself of that when I see something that... Um, that sparks some comparison into me, just like Lauren said, like, say you see somebody with this like gorgeous brand new house and you look at it and you're like, wow, I really want that or a relationship. And you're going, oh my gosh, I really want to be where that person's at. Maybe, um, you know, your friend who's engaged or whatever, recognizing that whatever's going on for that person, sparking that interest in you, because it's something that is always, is, is also belongs to you by your divine birthright. It's something that you are recognizing in them, whether it's an attribute, whether it's something that you admire about another person. Um, there's something in your spirit, in your soul that is recognizing that and responding and resonating with it. And that is why it is there. So if you can recognize that what the other person has is actually belongs to you, as well and is on its way or coming or, or is there, then you take yourself out of that comparison ego mode and back into that loving spiritual centered place that says, yes, the light in you reflects the light in me and remind yourself of that. When you, when you see yourself acting in that comparison, fear-based ego state. So when you compare yourself to somebody else that that is keeping us separate. So, so really we are all one and not to sound cheesy, but it's true. Um, we are all one. We're all connected in some way. So to compare yourself is to say that this person is separate from me. He or she has something that, that I do not. Whereas the truth is that we all have divine spark of light in us. We're all, we're all created from the same source and we want to be acting and thinking as if we are one. So like Christy said that when you see something in somebody else that you like, well, that's because we are all one. We're all connected. So your success is my success, yeah. right? So it benefits me for you to get that new house because essentially it's mine too, bitch. No, I'm <laughs> I'm inviting myself over and <laughs> anyway, um, 
welcome anytime. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> so yeah, so um, we want to remember that we are all one and that uh, any comparison or judgment on another person is keeping us separate. And also comparing yourself is keeping you in a victim state. So coming back to ego, ego versus love, um, when you're comparing yourself in such a way that keeps you down here and that other person is up here. So therefore they are superior to you because they have that new house or that new car. Well, then that keeps you, it's sabotaging your light, keeps you down in this like victim lack state. It actually prevents you from receiving. Right. Right. So now you're vibrating on a lower level, lower frequency, um, where you're not going to magnetize or manifest because you just broke yourself down. So we want to be careful of that. We want to be careful of um, keeping ourselves in that victim state. So it's easier said than done, but we're all going to have these thoughts, but the key is to not attach, right? So, you know, you kind of notice these thoughts coming and going and you can kind of watch it like a movie rather than attaching to that thought and letting it ruin your day. Okay, yeah, I have this thought, but it's then, then you recognize it, you pay witness to it. You are a distant observer, right? But you're not, it's not defining you, letting it ruin the state at which that you're functioning and get curious about it. And there's a difference between getting curious and attaching to it. So, you know, say I have a thought, wow, my good friends is in a relationship and, and, I look at that and I say, I really want to be in a relationship also. That's okay. But then if I take it a step farther and I say, well, look at her, she's in a relationship and I'm not because I'm not good enough. And I take it to that step where then below that, even where I say, I'll never be good enough. I'll never have a relationship. I'll never have what I want. That's where we get ourselves into trouble. If I look at that and I recognize, okay, she's in a relationship that's what something that I want as well. I am fully capable of receiving that. I, I deserve that. And I am enough. I am, I'm capable of having that as well. That's, can you guys feel the difference in the energy between that first road I just went down and the second road? So this is all we're really asking you to do is to pay attention. When those thoughts come up, they're going to come up. Don't beat yourself up for having those thoughts, but then get curious and take the higher road, take the love-based road of, yes, okay, I see that in someone else and I can celebrate it because it's something that I want as well and that I know belongs to me and is on its way, as opposed to taking yourself down into that ego state where, again, like Lauren said, you're, you're, you're essentially vibrating at a lower energetic level and therefore not in that same space to be able to attract what that is that you want into, into your life. Right. And often the things that we compare ourselves to are the things that make the world go around, go round. So, you know, we, we were talking about this before and saying, well, you know, so say your gift is to be a, you know, I don't know, a a lawyer. I don't know. (laughs) And my gift is, my gift is to be a yoga teacher. Well, how can I compare myself to this attorney? Well, their gift is to be an attorney. They're gifted at law. They're gifted at writing contracts. They're gift, gifted at that particular thing. And that's how basically source is working through that person to help people in that way. And my service to the world is to help people in this way. And my path is 
carved out or my blueprint is designed in this specific way and so is yours so that together we can make this world function right um if if everyone in this world was the same thing and the same type of person then how could we function as a world we would collapse essentially like I think that's a really good point you brought up because we compare ourselves to people who have what we want, but we also compare ourselves sometimes to people who have things or have attributes that, that we don't even necessarily, not to say we don't necessarily want them. We appreciate them in their own way, but we know that it's not what we are. For example, I'll give my own example because we're kind of going to going to go into ways that we compare ourselves. And I'll just give an example from my own life in my veterinary job. I compare myself to my boss all the time. Gotten a lot better about it actually, but um, she's a very strong personality. She knows what she wants. She gets people to do it. You know, she, the, she, the staff listens to her <laughs> and responds to her and um, she's very confident in what she does. And there's a lot of things that I can take from that and, and learn from, yes, but there's a lot of her personality that is just not me. And so while I can appreciate it and and learn from her, I don't necessarily need to strive to be exactly what she is because I bring my light into my workplace in my own unique way. And it's funny because my boss and I have had this conversation and she actually talks to me and says that I'm her better half at work because she does bring the strong personality. And yes, the staff listens to her and responds to her, but I bring a a different type of, of vibe. I've got more of a quiet confidence. I have more of a sensitivity. Um, and it's, it's just the way that we are and the way that we complement one another. So um, I think that's another good point that we need to bring up is, is part of letting go of comparison is also owning who you are and recognizing that I don't have to, you know, be the yoga instructor because Lauren serves that function. And um, not that there aren't many yoga instructors in this world who, who bring their light in, in, in that same way, but Again, if me comparing myself to her in, in that way doesn't really serve me because I bring my light in, in different ways in my life. So recognizing your individual talents and blessings is a major part of this, right? So even within your same industry, if you want to call it that, like with, within yoga, there's a million other yoga teachers, right? So sometimes I can get caught up in Christy knows and, you know, comparing myself to other yoga teachers who are able to hit specific poses that I haven't gotten into yet physically. Um, and you know, I, I, my ego goes there. Like maybe my body is just never going to be able to do that pose or I'm not strong enough to do that or elegant enough to do that, you know? And it's so, (laughs) yeah, you know, she's saying it's all lies. Thank you. But you know, so we, we go there in the ego, but I'll never forget one of my good friends who did uh, yoga teacher training with me had said to me a while ago, and she's a yoga teacher as well and a yoga therapist, that, Lauren, that's just not your gift. Your gift is something else. And this gift, your gift is highly needed in this world. But, you know, it doesn't take away from your gift what that person is doing. So... You know, say I teach on a Monday, maybe the teacher that teaches on a Tuesday is able to do these specific poses that I can't do or whatever, but that's her thing. 
right? And this is mine. And together we make a sick ass team, right? And or your students want your thing and her students want her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's an ass for every seat. Right. That's what they say in real estate. There's an ass for every seat <laughs> or there's a seat for every ass. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, you know, even like in a, you know, even in a marriage, right. You, or a partnership, each person has to have their individual strengths and talents, um, to make it work. You can't compare yourself to your husband and wife and say, well, husband or wife and say, well, he or she is a great cook, so therefore I should be too. No, it's like, well, he or she does the cooking because they're really good at it and they love it. So maybe you're talented at doing the cleaning. So you do the cleaning or whatever, but it's it's together. You're a sick team. Right. You're a fucking power couple because you're able to make this shit happen because the two of you are coming together and bringing your strengths to the table rather than you know being down in the dumps that you're not as good at that specific thing. No, you come together and you are a team. Mm -hmm. And that's what, if, if this world functioned like that, right. Rather than keeping ourselves separate, see in a husband and wife situation, it's known that, I mean, it, part of your vows is saying that now we are one. Right. But if we all were like that, right. Okay, we're having an Oprah aha moment. <laughs> and you get a car, and you get a car. <laughs> okay, so, um, yes, this is our aha moment. If we could all act as if we are one. <laughs> right? This, in the same way that you would with your husband and wife. Like, now, you know, you're saying these vows, you know, before God and before your family and friends that now you two are going to function like a team. But we're all a team. Truth is, you two live together, so you're teaming on those daily things. But what if we all saw this as like a team? Well, the mechanic does his thing so that my car can function, right? And then the landscaper does his thing so that the grass and flowers are kept up. Like we're all doing the individual functions rather than comparing ourselves and saying, well, why am I not good at gardening? Because the landscaper is supposed to do it. That's why. Because he or she is good at it. You're good at your thing. And now together we are one and we're this expansive, you know, earth that is going to continue to evolve. Right. Sorry. I just got really excited about that. (laughs) So I, I guess the next thing I wanted to talk about is Really just how comparison, and I, I kind of already brought this up, but how it really just, when we're in comparison, we're so stuck in ego. And when we stop comparing ourselves, when we are able to own our own unique qualities and contributions and our own piece of, of what this world is offering, then it really brings us back to our point of power. And that's the present moment. And that's where our brilliance comes. That's where we are really in alignment with our, our highest potential. And that's where, you know, our creative expression comes from. That's where we can be of the highest service. That's where we can help others. That's where we can really truly step into our light and our highest potential. When we're stuck in comparison, we're essentially blocking that light from coming through because we're so focused on what we're not bringing to the table that we aren't allowing what we're here to bring into this existence come through us. So that's really all we 
that's the main idea of what we want to express to you guys today here. And that's why it's so important that we drop the comparisons. Right. So being in that comparing state, you're really in ego, which we've talked about the acronym being edging God out. So it's edging love out. You use your emotional gauge to know if this is feeling good for you. You know, if it's not, if this thought is not feeling good for you, then you choose consciously to drop it and shift it to a better feeling thought. It doesn't feel good. And I know you guys have all been there. It doesn't feel good to look at another person and, and compare in a way that makes you like down, puts you back in that. And it doesn't serve the other person. And it doesn't serve the other person, which brings up my point about basically our, our purpose is to be of service or to be of light, to be beings of love and serving others. So when we compare ourselves, is that really serving you or serving that other person? No. Like if I compare myself to another woman who is at the point in her career that I want to be or uh, in her personal life, um, you know, I do this where sometimes I get caught up in uh, comparing myself to women that are my peers that are already married with children and, um, you know, people that I went to high school with or college with and they are uh, what appears to be further along in their personal life than I um, I get caught up in comparing myself like I should be at that point, and then I feel down that I am not, at, or feel like I'm not at this point. Um, but does that really serve her for me to feel that way, and does that serve me? It's actually an act of non-compassion. It's an act of violence toward the self and the other. It does nothing for her. Rather, I should be sending, we should be sending that other person love and compassion, same celebration, um, and, and the same thing with, you know, bringing it back to you that that is not serving you. Mm-hmm. So if my main purpose is to be a lighthouse or beacon of light, um, of love and service to others, well, standing in that moment, when you have that comparison thought, is this serving that other person? And is this serving me? the answer is no, then you recognize it and you shift away from it. So one thing that I've been um, asking my students to do in my yoga classes this past week is to set an intention of who do I want to be or what is it that, that I'm looking to express today. So rather than asking yourself, what is it that I want to get Or what is it that I want to do? It's rather, who do I want to be? And if your answer is something like mine, where I say my intention is usually something like, I want to be love. I want to embody love. I want to give love, be love, and I want to be be light, an instrument of light and peace to myself and to others. Um, So then when you have these thoughts of comparison, or anything else, really, negativity, resentment, anger, you ask yourself now, is this thought aligned with who it was I said I wanted to be? So if you said, like me, that you want to be love, well, then is comparing myself an act of love or a thought of love? No, it's not. So then I can drop it. 
because it is not aligned with who I want to be. So it all comes back to that. You know, it comes back to who do you want to be? And then you choose consciously throughout the day to only adhere to those thoughts, actions, and words that are aligned with who you want to be. And then it becomes like, you just become that person. You just are. You just keep, um, like we said, almost like exercising that muscle. Eventually that muscle's so big that like you won't even have those comparison thoughts anymore or, or that, you know, it, it will, it'll pipe down a little bit. It won't be, maybe it won't be as loud or you won't attach to it for as long because you're staying grounded in who it is that you said that you want to be. So maybe that's our first action step that we want you guys to take. And I, I love that actually, cause that's really everything. You choose who it is that you want to be and act from that place. And then it doesn't really allow much room for all of the other crap, all of the other comparison. Yes, you're still going to have those thoughts, but when they come up, then you make a decision. Am I going to go ahead and and feed into this comparison and feed into that ego fear based thought? Or am I going to celebrate what I'm seeing in this other person? Am I going to, you know, take that, either be grateful and appreciative of what they bring to the table, or am I going to recognize if there's something truly in that person that I desire deep within myself that not only is it possible, but it's already there and I just need to bring it forth. So making sure that we are making that conscious effort. Um, The next action step I wanted to talk about is just know your triggers, people. (laughs) Like I know for me, I mean, if I'm sitting there in Facebook and I'm looking and you know, everybody's status update is, is triggering me, then get off of Facebook, get off of Instagram. If all you're doing when you're signing on to Instagram is looking at other people and comparing yourself and going, well, look at what they have and, and, and what I don't have, know your triggers and just nip it. And it doesn't mean you're never going to be able to get on Facebook or Instagram ever again, but give yourself like two weeks off, give yourself a month off until you put into play this, these, this practice a little bit more until you're a little more, a little more grounded and a little stronger in, in who it is you want to bring forth and, and, and being able to do that. Let the Instagram and the Facebook go for a little while. Yeah. Um, I think another action step would be to, like I said before, is set that intention, you know, in the beginning of your day, or if you feel like you're getting caught up in any negative emotion is, um, come back to a prayer or meditation or affirmation or mantra. Who do I want to be? And what is it that my heart and soul is seeking to express to say, what is it that my heart and my soul are seeking to express in this lifetime? And then let your heart give you the answers. And then from there, that can help kind of squash that moment or to help, to help bring you up from that moment. You know, we also said that the, the light in the other person is reflecting the light in you. So obviously you're attracted to something in that other person that's making you you know, compare yourself, right? So you look at this person that just got the new house and the new car to use the same example. Well, why not almost use it like, um, a vision board, Mm. right? The same way that we, the same that we collect, we cut out, um, you know, things from magazines. Like I, you know, had magazine clippings of, 
yeah, now a lot of people use Pinterest. Um, but I used to cut out from a, um, from magazines, pictures of my dream kitchen and, you know, my dream house. And, um, I, I just collected magazines, you know, when I lived in New York from the Hamptons and being in real estate, I collected the magazines and the books and I would cut out my dream house and my dream kitchen. And the same thing with other people, you can, instead of looking at it as a bad thing, a, a comparison, toxic kind of thing, you collect it, go like, Oh, I want, I want that. And she just inspired me cause I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and so you kind of collect them almost like a vision board, yeah, you that. know? Yeah. Right. Yes. Living, living, breathing vision board. So you keep seeing, um, if you keep seeing everyone as a branch or an extension of you, then you won't compare. You'll be like, yeah, go you, do you, you do your thing, go me. me." You know, it's all like an extension of, um, notice you don't compare yourself to your child, right? That's kind of sick. If you did, most people, I don't think if you're of the right mind, wouldn't compare yourself to your child. Hopefully it's an extension of you. You created it. But if you look at that and go, everyone is my child in a sense of like, everyone is a part of me. So their success is my success. So when your child is successful, you're like, you're so happy for them. You're not comparing yourself. So I love that. Um, so another action step, actually Lauren brought this one up earlier when we were talking was just get back in your zone. Like it's kind of like the whole swimmers analogy of like stay in your, your own lane, but get back in your zone, block everything else out, but also do you do what you do best. Get back into your joy, your happiness, your creativity, whatever it is that sparks, sets that lights, that spark in you get into that and be so busy and so in love with doing what you do that there's no room for comparison outside of it. Just immerse yourself in, in what you have to offer and what you, what brings you joy because really they're one in the same. Right. That's huge. So it can be something small or large. I mean, you know, something that works for me is putting on music and dancing or singing or, you know, taking a yoga class or, um, making someone laugh or just being in my zone with, with who I am. And then I'm not, I'm not, I'm too busy in my own zone to be thinking about what other people are doing. That's a big one. We also wanted to mention the idea of something Marianne Williamson talks about is that you are the faucet, not the water. So I said to Christy before, well, you could be like a brass faucet and I'm a stainless steel faucet, (laughs) right? So, um, we're, you know, it's just one other way to look at it. Like we're all in different forms, but we're all here to carry out the light. Well, we are all here to serve, to love, to be, you know, of, of service and of light to each other, but we all are doing it in a different form. So my form is taking you know, shape as currently as a yoga teacher and Christie's is to be a life coach and a veterinarian. So everyone has your feet and your hands are being used to carry out your specific blueprint or to carry out the water or the light. So you look at it in that sense that it's all meant to be this, this way, right? Um, we can't all have the same path. That path would be way too crowded, right? I mean, (laughs) It's like the Long Island Expressway in New York. 
it's like it's just way too crowded. Um, you know, you we're all we're all supposed to be different so that we can carry out functions that are needed for the survival of this world, right? <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna bring it home here with a Louise Hay quote that I often read in my yoga classes. So she basically talks about the idea of self-acceptance and self-love. So when you're busy loving yourself and accepting yourself and owning, owning who you are, then there is no room for comparison, right? So you own the quirky stuff about you. You own right? the Jewish grandma back to the podcast. Um, you know, you, you own who you are and all the things about you and your specific path and you love that, you know, despite your mistakes and accidents or despite your past, that you are still a good person and that, you know, all the things about you. And so you come into that acceptance and, and love, and then there'll be less um, room to have those toxic thoughts of uh, ego and comparison. Comparison really is just one other um, sneaky ass tool of the ego to keep you out to sabotage your light, right? Just yes. it's like one thing. Like what else do we got? Comparison, resentment. You know what else? Anger, blame. Blame's the good one. You know, it's just anything that is not love, basically, is not real, and it's just a tool of the ego. Okay, so this is uh, coming straight at you from Louise Hay. She says that. Often what we think of as the things that are wrong with us are only our expressions of our own individuality. This is our uniqueness and what is special about us. Nature never repeats itself. Since time began on this planet, there have never been two snowflakes alike or two raindrops the same. And every daisy is different from every other daisy. Our fingerprints are different and we are different. We are meant to be different. When we can accept this, then there is no competition and no comparison. To try to be like another is to shrivel our soul. Let me repeat that. To try to be like another is to shrivel our soul. We have come to this planet to express who we are. And then she says, I didn't even know who I was until I began to learn to love myself as I am in this moment. Yeah. So... We thank you guys for hanging out with us as usual. I had so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for showing up and for being here with us and um, for just allowing us to do what we love to do. So please connect with us on Facebook. I know we said to stay off of Facebook and Instagram. But <laughs> the one exception. Yeah, we're the, we're the exception to the rule. Um, connect with us on Facebook. Um uh, at uh, Life Sprinkles is Christy Snyder's um, page on there, Life Sprinkles, or mine is Lux Yoga Life. And um, on Instagram, Christy's handle is K Life Sprinkles, and mine is Lux Yoga Life. 
So we hope to connect with you guys and hope that you have a magical rest of the day. Namaste.